previously on the Heroic Origins Podcast. Ichiro Tenman is a stylish young antiques appraiser with a popular television show. He travels around the world, revealing the secrets of knickknacks and throwaway items, but he has secrets of his own. Before traveling to this world, he was a top antiquarian for the Museum of Celestial History. During an early expedition, his body was transformed into a pocket dimension, and now he can fold space and time upon itself and travel cosmic distances in the blink of an eye. As Anomaly, he races to collect rare, important, and dangerous artifacts before they fall into the hands of the Farseer, agent of a galactic civilization bent on empire. Powers, new abilities, new names, new faces, new champions of what's true and what's right. Welcome to the Heroic Origins Podcast. Hey, true conceivers, welcome back to the Heroic Origins Podcast. I'm Terrence. And I'm Dave. And we're just two comic book nerds doing what we love to do make up new superheroes. We're going to take a random word, and then we're going to riff on that until we come up with a fully fleshed out superhero with powers, name, arch nemesis, supporting characters, and more. We've given ourselves a time limit, two 10-minute brainstorming periods separated by a superhero sidebar, where we will talk about our opinions and history with superheroes. If we still haven't finished our hero by then, we'll do a lightning round with two additional minutes per category and one two-minute revision period. After that, we'd love to get your input on the character and see what we come up with. All right. So, um, hey, we got a couple uh, little bits of news here. One is that um, we changed the name of our hero from last week, Anomaly, as you may have noticed in the recap. <laughs> not, uh, he's, not, uh, not Asahi. Not the it's beer not, It's not Asahi. We just decided that was a mouthful. So we changed it to Ichiro. <laughs> Ichiro Tinman. Yes. Um, so that, that's a, that's a key thing there. Um, but, uh, but bigger news we have going on here is that we are now available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, and radio public. So if you, uh, listen to your podcasts on any of those platforms, you can now, uh, subscribe and we encourage you, you to do subscribe, so. Follow, rate, review, like, share, um, encourage everybody else, everyone, you know, friends, family. Random people on the street, just just really, just try to rope as many people in as possible. Because let's be honest, we all need heroes, and and that's what we're supplying here. We're supplying heroes for the masses, for everyday people. That's right. Maybe that should be our catchphrase, Terrence. Heroes, heroes for the masses, or heroes for everyday people. New heroes, new for heroes. new people. New heroes for. We'll work on that. everyday heroes for everyday people there you go there you go and uh i guess the other uh the other news that we have here is this is the last show where we'll be creating a new superhero on the spot for this season i think we, we talked previously about how long our seasons would be uh but what we're doing is we're we're create we this is the sixth episode so we'll have six heroes or in the case of the fourth episode we had a um, well, the team. Well, yeah, we'll have five heroes and a team, basically. And the for team each is season. arguably a villain team. We also have some villains that have sort of, you know, and, and, and supporting characters that have slipped in there as well. Um, but what we want to do is we we're, next week we're going to do a season review uh, of of what we've done so far, and we're going to talk about connections between all these characters and possible storylines uh, for where they could go. And then, this is all in preparation for our big crossover event, which we've been talking about. And we're going to have a, uh, we're going to do a radio play. Are we going to do a radio play? Okay, it's still up in the air whether we're going to do a radio <laughs> play, or rather how we're going to do it. We're going to do a... Maybe we should, maybe we should just say we're going to have a crossover event and not 
define what it will be. Okay, okay. It may not be a radio play because it depends on how many people we can rope together for the whole thing. But we're going to do a crossover event where we bring the characters together and it'll involve some sort of story where all the characters uh, come together. So, yeah, so we've be on been the look talking the- Yeah, we've been talking about getting all these characters together in some form to to experience one another. We're going to connect them all together, going to put all the dots in place and see what happens. That's right, but we still need to get that sixth uh, hero uh, worked out. So, uh, so get ready because it's, it's collaborating, collaborating time. time. Okay, so we've got a timer here. I'm going to start us on the clock here. We are now on the clock, ten minutes and counting. And the first thing we're going to do is go to our random word generator. Um, which, are we using the weird word generator this year? This I time around? think we are. Do you want to? I mean, have you been happy with wh- how that's been working out? It's gotten us some interesting characters. I would say that last week's folding characters. Um, we have fake word generators. This is a fake, fake word generator. There are curse of letters. We can actually do curse. What is this? A curse of letters thing? Uh, that's interesting. Random Bible verses. Uh, uh, random pictures. Oh, they got in and of itself. Random pictures. That sounds interesting. Dinner ideas. We could. Well, we've already done a couple food-related ones. Yeah. Uh, random good. lists. But you want to stick with weird words? Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, or you could just do the random word generator. Just. Our original, our original origin. I like the random word generator here, so let's word. let's do it. Let me hit the generate weird random words. All right. First word is hyaline. Hyaline. Glassy. Gla- of or like glass, transparent. Actually, that that right there, I think, is something we could work with. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, immediately is invisible woman or something to that effect. I think. But uh, do you want well, to do glass? Wanna... You know what? What if it was yes. a hero that was actually see? This would be a thing. What if you turn invisible, but you're also brittle as glass? I mean, so there's a drawback to it. You know, you're you're actually you get the advantages of being invisible, but you're actually more fragile. Huh. So you're basically exposing all of your vulnerability. Well, you're 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 also hiding all of your vulnerability. Your vulnerability because. Well, let's let's okay. Let's what do you want to go forward with this? I think we can work with this. Well, do you want to go forward, or do you want to see what other words we could get? I mean, well, we it have, seems like we always go. Well, we can look at some other words. Sure, we can do. So. I kind of feel like the you know the top one of three is okay. Is nice. Let's do that then. Okay, let's look at the next word. The next word is mactation, killing or slaughter any... of a sacrificial oh. victim. Jeez, <laughs> that's not what I, I was thinking of. Uh, what's the word when you for chewing? <laughs> Yeah, that's well. You could eat them. That's macerated. That sounds like a villain. Sounds like a villain. We we, we haven't done a a villain. That sounds like a pretty brutal villain too. It is. It is. So let's try the third word. Ipsiand, old name for the ampersand. The The most useless hero ever. (laughs) Well, no, he brings he brings uh, people together. I'm the old guy who used to mean and. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on. What if this was like a character like um, what didn't Marvel, Marvel and DC? They had like a, a crossover event where all the characters merged together. <laughs> like, what if that was this person's powers? They they could take two people and and merge them together into one. Oh, that's kind of like the um. From the group one where we had the is it cookie cutter who could separate people? Yeah, it'd be the opposite of that. <laughs> Somebody okay, who can blend them. I, I don't. I don't know if I want to do that necessarily, but but we had uh, Highline. I don't know. What do, what do you think? Well, I guess we should have written down that, these. We should have written oh, down mean, these. Oh. <laughs> that was well, that. I think that was best. Basically, yeah, our best of of three. Highline. I, I do like the mactation, idea that, and what was the other one? I don't know. It was Ipsand, something like that. Ipsand, that's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's look up at the actual definition of Highline. I wish we... Let's let's go with Highline. I, I'm I'm calling it. I say we just go Having with Highline. Having a glassy, translucent <laughs> appearance. Well, I just like the idea of actually, you know, you have... I mean, you like Iceman, and Iceman turns to ice. And then, yeah. you know, you get, you get... But, I mean, like, the idea of turning to glass, it's something that you... Are there any heroes that turn into glass? There's people that turn into diamonds. There's um, 
Well, I guess, yeah. I was thinking they changed uh, Emma Frost when she got her secondary mutation to turn into a crystal-like format, I guess, but it was more like a diamond. But I mean, I love the idea that... Um, I love the idea of being a superhero that has this huge invul- this whole huge vulnerability. Well, I what mean, is it, their actual? I guess let's let's take it and see where it goes. Yeah. So, is there any advantage to this power? <laughs> well, if you're actually if it is invisibility, if it is like you actually can turn invisible, then it is a that there, there's a lot that, to that, right? Uh, I mean, there's a lot you can do if you turn invisible. You can sneak around, but are you are you also soundproof? Are you also are you like you know? So they can't see you, but is that it? Can you create force fields? Can you? Yeah, is it? Well, I mean, we if, can, you, it, you, if know, you can I, create force fields, do they? Do they? Are they just as brittle as your? Well, what your if glass it was okay? Form? Let's let's go with it like this. What if it's like uh, Iceman, but with glass, right? So so they can actually control. Uh, well, they, you know, there's. You know, glass obviously is sharp. You can cut people with glass. Yeah, if you, you have, can cut. If you have thick, thick enough glass, it's not like glass isn't hard. Thick glass is you can have you know impact resistant glass, um, but it but it's but it is fragile, right? It's hard, but it's fragile. So you can you know it, it, it can break off and shatter. I I don't know. I, you know, we could just make him pure glass, and he's got sharpness. He's he, he can make things of glass that are really okay. sharp and edgy. But they're also brittle, you know. Okay. Okay. So maybe it's you know, hyaline. And actually, hyaline I think is kind of actually kind of a cool word. I don't know about you. I don't know if you'd want to yeah. use that as the name of the character. Do you want to use that as a code name, or is that too? that works? Okay. Let's. I mean, it's it's exotic enough, I guess, of a word that you know, it's not glass man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, but there's also what, – what are, what are some other – we could look up some other stuff. Uh, what's a, What are synonyms for glass? Wow, there's not a lot of synonyms for glass. <laughs> <laughs> mirror, mirror. Mirror. I don't want to mirror. Mirrors has been done a lot. You know? Actually, yeah, there's there a are mirror, isn't there? mirror master and all that stuff. Well, it's just – I think Highline is actually kind of a um, all right. interesting name because it actually sounds like Highline. I mean is it actually pronounced Highline? Maybe. Uh, yeah, that looks like it's pronounced Highline. Highline. I guess Highline. 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 I think the emphasis is on. It's not clear to Highline. me. Highline. Well, this one looks like it's Highline, and this one's Highline. So either there's two pronunciations there. Interesting. Okay. Well, we could do a. We could look up a pronunciation thing, but we'll call them Highline for now. We could actually spell, you know, actually H I G H L I N E, call it Highline. And that what does that have to do with the glass? I don't know. But okay. So <laughs> Well actually if you look at the the to, description, go back to your um definition. Because it's like saying like a glassy or translucent appearance in anatomy and zoology. Having glassy translucent appearance. A thing that is clear and translucent like glass, especially a smooth area, a sea a smooth sea or clear sky. Uh, no, I'm saying that in the adjective, I guess, where it has a it's yeah. anatomy and zoology. Like, like you're glassy-eyed. It's also another word for hyaline, a clear substance produced especially by the degeneration of epithelial or connective tissues. Okay. Oh, I know about that. You do know about that? <laughs> yes, that's. Uh, I have a. By the way, we have less thing. than two. We have a minute twenty seconds left. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go back. Okay. So the the person. So should we just say that their powers are they can transform into glass, uh, invisible. Like an invisible glass, but glass, an invisible, they have fragile invisibility. That's the name of the power. There you go. That's nice. I like that. But it's, but they can uh, create also kind of, uh, I, I like the idea that it's like it's, they're fragile but dangerous weapons, you know? Yeah. Where could, um? okay, I'm just trying to understand how does this power work and where did it come from? Yeah, that's a good question. What's the origin here? Um, well, is this person human? I mean, it, it seems we went cosmic last time. We can go back to human here. 27 seconds. Let's see. Um, well, the appearance, let's do appearance real quick. Is the person, the person's invisible. <laughs> the heroic appearance is invisible. <laughs> yes. That's easy. Or so we got 
alternately, what if they wear a lot of armor and body armor type stuff because when they're not invisible, then they're protected. So they have like glass body armor type stuff? No, well, they don't have glass body armor. They they have body armor so when they're visible. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> okay, folks, That's we're going to have to take half. a break here. That's the end of our uh, first uh, brainstorming session. We'll be back, though, after this. Welcome to our segment, The Superhero Sidebar, uh, where we talk a bit more in depth about our history and opinions on superheroes. Today, we're going to talk about invisibility. Aww. Now, this is... You can't see me. The super <laughs> the superpower has been around, obviously, for a, I mean, for a long time. I'm curious if this is... Well, I, I know that like, the earliest thing that I can remember where it came up is, uh, you know, I have a... Okay, everybody, I've got a philosophy degree. Um, and we used to study Plato's Republic uh, was one of the big texts. And in Plato's Republic, the the big the big uh, challenging question was this thing about the ring of Gyges. And the ring of the Gyges was this mythical ring that gave somebody invisibility. You know, and the the, the whole point of it was that uh, you know if you had this ring of invisibility and you knew that you couldn't be caught, why would you not? I mean, what would keep you from? you know, committing crimes and just doing whatever was most. Yeah. What uh, are your morals? Yeah. Like, what do you do when no one's watching you basically? Yeah, basically. And so that was kind of an interesting, you know, philosophical question. And then, then of course there was HG Wells, invisible man. Yeah. The invisible man. That was like the, I was just looking that up. That was 1897. 1897. So, so so this has been around for a while. I mean, more recently, we've had uh, the Invisible Woman, who originally was the Invisible Girl with a Fantastic Four. And I don't know if she was yes. the first Invisible superhero. Do you know of any earlier ones like DC? I don't – I wouldn't know DC history, honestly. Um, but I don't recall any other Invisible heroes. I believe there was an Invisible Villain at one point. I can't remember his name, but wasn't one of the X-Men's villains invisible? Or was he just vanished? the Vanisher? There was the Vanisher, but he teleported. But he was a teleporter, yeah. That's what I was just thinking. He wasn't actually invisible. Though that's kind of an interesting question. Like when you're talking about (laughs) invisibility, this has always been a question for me. If you teleport somebody, um, or if you turn invisible, or if you shrink, what's the average person thinking (laughs) when... When they see this happen, do they think the person has, do they think they've teleported or died or what, or just been wiped from the face of the planet? I mean, what's the, I think the immediate thought would be that they just disappeared. Like they were gone. Like they were, had been teleported in essence, but just Mm -hmm. vanished into out of existence. I mean, how, how else would you, if someone's there one second and then they're gone the next, I wouldn't think they're still there that I just can't see them. I wouldn't necessarily even think that they've just moved from there to another place. They would just, it would be the same as if they'd exploded. Mysteriously. Well, no, if they exploded, you'd be assumed, you'd assume they were dead. Right, right. Whereas if they just literally just like, whoop, they were gone. You'd just be like, what the heck just happened? Because that's, in comic books, you see stuff like that happen and you're like, well, I don't know what happened to these people. I mean, I think, though, that the shrinking down, at least you would recognize you. The idea is that you would see them get smaller. It's like, oh, they're tiny over there. They got if you too actually, small for me to see. If you actually see them shrink. I mean, the way it's depicted in like uh, like the movies or whatever, it's like boop, instantaneous. Yes, right? it's so fast. Yes. Oh, also speedsters. They just sort of see you think with speedsters, you'd feel like the wind disturbance a little bit more. That would give you a hint. Right, right. I mean, realistically, yes, I think you would feel the disturbance. They can't move that fast and not, you know, constantly break the sound barrier, and that would cause problems. Yeah, in fact, you would expect to be, yeah, it would actually be really loud. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, but, but invisibility, back to invisibility. Okay. <laughs> Sue Storm is an interesting character because, of course, she's basically the, the mother of the, the Marvel Universe, and uh, she – you know, when she first came on the scene, she was I, I, she was probably the least useful member of the Fantastic Four. In fact, there was lots of situations where they would try to side put her on the sidelines um, 
And it took it took a long time for them really to figure out what to do with her as a character. Um, well, did she have force fields at the very beginning? She did not. She was just she would just turn invisible. Because that's I think that's the what sets her apart from simple invisibility is you know what makes her a super powerful character are is being invisible and having force fields. <laughs> but I would think that being invisible would actually be. Pretty pretty powerful thing. I mean, you'd have to you'd need to carry tools of so, of some sort with you. But think about it this way: if you know Hawkeye is oftentimes thought of as the the least practical superhero or something like that, right? By <laughs> you in he, particular. Well, because in two films he got two Avengers killed <laughs> on his well, own. He's the reason for both of their deaths. Okay, that's not the reason you've said that he's he's useless in the past. But okay, I, I'll grant well, you that. It's one of the I'm saying in the films though. He, he did cause the death of two Again, that's people. not the argument that you made in the past. In the past, you just said that a bow and arrow is a stupid weapon, right? Well, it is. But, but let me make my point here. My point is that if he were invisible, think about how much more... No, if he were to... If the invisible archer, wouldn't he be like a heck of a lot more effective? And well, I guess you're assuming he can turn all of his arrows invisible, Yes, which which let's and that's what the invisible woman woman would be able to do, right? Okay, because presumably I mean, if you go back to the typically man, what the, you're touching well, the, turns invisible too, because your clothes, you know, right? But the first invisible man had to take off all of his clothes and everything, and he was wandering around in the snow naked. And he wasn't a superhero; he was just a character in a book. <laughs> but so. that was his invisibility turned him invisible. But anyway, so I'm, all it. I'm saying is, you take the worst superhero out there. Add invisibility, and suddenly that that character is actually pretty pretty dangerous. So, yes, potentially. potentially. Okay, okay. Anyway, we're we're out of time here for the superhero sci-fi. <laughs> so that was a good meandering. Okay, we're gonna head back and do a little bit more brainstorming. Welcome back to the Heroic Origins podcast. We are in the midst of brainstorming a character. Uh, we are going to set the timer here for another 10-minute period, um, and we are now on the clock. We have been designing a character uh, named Highline. Highline. And we the, the definition is that, that that's the word, is Highline, having a glassy or translucent appearance. And we're building a character that, so far, uh, we've decided the powers are fragile invisibility. Um, and something is sort of taking the elements of glass and uh, applying that to this character. So so the, so, the hero, you said in, they're invisible or they can create glass armor. No, I was saying that while they are visible, while people can see them, wouldn't it make sense for them to have armor? Because that's when they are not, you know, when they, if I, if my power makes me fragile and, and in, in danger of being injured, then wouldn't I have more armor so that, in case I need it, I just become visible, and then I'm extremely armed. Like, you know, I'm wearing a bulletproof shield that works when I'm visible. But so when the person, I'm invisible, well, I'm just when, counting on not getting shot. <laughs> but when they're invisible, their their armor becomes fragile as well? Right, yeah. I mean, whatever they're making invisible. Oh, that's actually kind of a cool power. They can turn something invisible and turn it to glass. Having armor and stuff, to me, that seems like a lot of extra stuff. I don't know. I mean, cause it, it doesn't actually protect them when they're invisible, when they're using their power. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't, I, to me, it seems, I mean, I, I think there would be things that would be useful if they're invisible, you know, like, like bow, bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I think the idea that they create, sh- you know, sharp, they can create sharp objects that are fragile, um, might be, you know, invisible, sharp, invisible objects, I think is kind of a, this is falls under tools, right? Equipment. Right. So, I mean, can we say they do, they can do sharp? Yes. I mean, they can create, they're creating glass. Well, I guess it comes back to my question is where does this power come from? How does it originate? Where, where did they get this power? That kind of would help me to inform an idea of who they are. Well, how do we – I don't know if I want it to literally be glass, but, I mean, they could have a similar uh, origin story as glass. I mean, maybe it's like, you know, could what is or, glass? Glass is sand, glass. sand that's been – I mean, sand is glass, right? 
Yes. Uh, yeah, it's kind of organic glass. Um, uh, how do you get glass? What I mean, when you melt, you, what do you melt to get? Is it I silicon you, to get glass? Uh, Let's look it up. <laughs> I mean, because it's not just a melting and refining in order to make clear the raw set of the right set of raw materials. What materials is it? Just silicon? It says sand, soda ash, and limestone. Okay, so okay, so this guy isn't the Blarney Stone a limestone? This guy kissed the Blarney Stone. <laughs> Are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure about that. What is the Blarney? Stone? <laughs> That's I don't know. I was thinking maybe they'd it's have limestone. A more the Blarney Stone is limestone. All so, right, that's a odd factoid to have stored in your brain. <laughs> so this is so this guy went to kiss the Blarney Stone. Um, See that that's the kissing the stone endows the kisser with the gift of the gab. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the great eloquence yeah. of skill at, at, yeah. at flattery, which has nothing to do with invisibility. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say what if uh, cuz I was thinking that they Maybe. might be someone older, like some some ancient history thing I don't know. Or maybe they found an artifact. I don't oh, know. Oh, this is like an immortal person or something? Is that what you're saying? Maybe, yeah. Well, I guess. Oh no! Now well, we're, talked about. I mean, what, what's your? What's your? What would you go? Where would you go? I was thinking like you know ancient Greek or or Egypt, and I don't know. I'm thinking of glass, and I'm thinking oh, little shards. Well, the Romans found the from Romans ancient times or something. The Romans were absolutely fascinated with glass. Glass was like such a was a uh, opulent thing to have a lot of glass. So why, why don't we say they're from Rome? You know, ancient Rome. Okay. Is there a way that we can make them not magic-based? Because I feel like we've got... A, that seems like an easy out to say, oh, it was magic. Well, you know, they used to have... You know, there's there's a lot of stories in, in ancient mythology and whatnot about... And not even just ancient mythology, but, but stories of old scientists who did stuff, weird stuff. You know, like there, there's a guy who's reputed to have made a giant... Well, here you go. A giant glass lens that he pointed at ships that were coming up to sea and that he would burn those ships with the giant lens. So, I mean, it could be somebody who was just a mad glass scientist, you know. Yeah, but when you start getting into lenses and stuff, I mean, that could be like an astronomer or. You're right. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) So. So, yeah, this is. Oh, all the lens stuff there. Um, Yeah. Ancient astronomer of some sort. Because astronomy has always been actually like a really uh, educated, I mean, it's been a thing, educated uh, expert in lenses. Can we can we do a little tribute to, to Sue Storm and the Invisible Woman and they were transformed by cosmic rays through their telescope? <laughs> oh, I think that's great. Or, some sort of tele. I mean, you, you can, just the lens thing, getting yeah. collecting rays. They made some sort of lens. Or just an experiment with lens that went wrong. Uh, yeah. Experiment yeah. with lenses that went wrong. Okay, and they they were transformed to this. So actually, that's the thing. Is this person stuck in this form? Maybe they're always oh. invisible. So that, that oh. actually would be really cool. The person's always invisible. They're, they're always invisible and they're always vulnerable. Um, Eek. <laughs> then how would they live this long? Very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe there's ways. That, well, this is... Well, how does the Sandman do it, right? You know, or or some some character like they have to, you know, maybe they have to be like go to the beach or something and be, you know, they can find sand or something, or or, or maybe if they maybe there's there's a method that, of regeneration that they can do. I mean, maybe they just heal. I mean, it's crystallization, perhaps too. I mean, that's oh, another yes. possibility. That's actually not a bad. I had a yeah character idea of that that uh, where they were crystal. And so they just had to reform. They could regrow just like a crystal grows, but it takes time. So, yeah, that's crystal regeneration. Let's say that. Um, so crystal regeneration, and it's maybe it helps if they're exposed to that lens that they were originally exposed to. Oh, yeah. So that so they have like – they've built these lenses. Uh, but it also can happen slowly, you know, just by exposure to the sun or something like that. We're, we're under two minutes here. We have less okay. than two minutes left. Okay. We've actually talked about the skills – this person Are we going to make this an actual ancient person? Yeah, we are. That person's okay. from ancient Rome. And they, they were an expert in lenses. 
they were an astronomer for the time. Psychology. Well, that's the thing. This person's just stuck. They've become a hero over time. Maybe they were a villain when they first started out, you know, because they were resentful and angry. What if they what if they actually spent time with the, you know, because they're invisible, they could whisper, literally whisper into the ears of emperors and they wouldn't know what, you know, was it real or their own thoughts, you know? They could have been assassined. The person could have been an assassin at some point. Yeah. I mean, this person's like a ghost, basically. For right, most right. people, as far as they're concerned, this person's a ghost. And maybe they've become a hero over time, but it didn't start out that way. Maybe they were a villain to begin with. I mean, I would think that would become more and more dangerous as time went on. It also, you know, I mean, it's one thing when people can come at you with a, you know, a knife or a club. It's another one they can just have an AK-47 and fire into a room where you might be. It's true. It's true. Um, well, maybe the, this is an interesting thing. If the person has regeneration, maybe they can't really die. Oh. You know, because oh, yeah, they're immortal. Yeah, so let's say they're immortal. So that's the thing. They're they're fragile, but they're so that there may be decades. Like maybe it takes like years for them to regenerate if they're really hurt, but they can't die. Right. I mean, yeah. Even if they're crushed into nothing, they have a fragment that will grow. <laughs> okay, so they were an astronomer at one point, an assassin at one point. Uh oh. <laughs> Okay, folks, we have come to the end of our uh, second brainstorming period, which means, and we are not done, which means we're going to have to go to a lightning round. And, and to remind you what the lightning round is, uh, for each category that we have not completed, we're going to be given, we're going to do two minutes. Uh, I'm sorry, we're going to be given two additional minutes to brainstorm. And uh, with one final two minute uh, period for just overall revisions of. Uh, the character. So there are four categories that we did not complete. One is we, we haven't figured out the civilian name of the character. We haven't figured out quite the psychology behind the character. We don't know if there are any supporting characters and we haven't determined an arch nemesis. So we are going to do those uh, two minutes each. Plus a two-minute overall revision period. So, Terrence, which category should we start with? Well, I think we could start with the name. We could just start from okay. the top. Let's we are on the clock. We're on the clock. Two minutes to determine the name. So we, should we look up uh, old uh, Roman names? That's what I was thinking. That would be easy enough. Um, Augustus. Oh, well, I was going to say, what about something like uh, Lucius? Or something. Lucius would be fine. Lucius. Uh, Does it mean light? Yeah. Meaning of Lucius is light. You know, something like, uh, since he's doing lenses and all of that. Yeah, but that makes sense. Lucius. So Lucius. What's the last name? Well, did the Greeks, I mean, did the Romans have last names necessarily? Well, it seems like they did. I mean, uh yeah, oftentimes they had multiple names. Let's see. I mean, like, last names, let's see. It wasn't, uh, I mean, it wasn't just, you know, Lucius of Alexandria or, you know, the... Well, there was like Augustus Caesar, Gaius Julius Caesar. Uh, That's like three names. Yeah, right but there. weren't... Okay. Um, well, that maybe there are different things there. Was this guy... Well, he was a scientist, right? So what's... Uh, would be Astro or something. <laughs> Astro? Isn't that like the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a Roman thing. Or Maybe Roman... Ancient Roman naming conventions I think, is what we need to I do. I think that was Latin or something. It was an Astro... Or, you know, or you <laughs> we can't just do Lucius Maximus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 20 seconds here. Okay, I think we're... <laughs> quick. <laughs> think of something. Lucius Magnus. <laughs> Okay, Lucius Magnus. Tiberius, Lucius Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> okay. I, I have a I feeling I have a feeling we may change that behind the scenes between episodes. Uh, <laughs> I was fine with him having one name. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I just don't think that's the... I'm not sure that, that fits the... Uh, 
Roman conventions. That's all. We'd have to look it up. <laughs> okay. So do you want to go to – Obviously, I would, I would think one of the things we should have a caveat sometime and say that, you know, when you're creating these characters, generally I think you would spend more time on your research about all of these characters True. when you were – before you – Flesh them out completely. You know what? Let's just go with Lucius and leave the other any other names. You know, he's a one name guy like Cher or Logan. Back. <laughs> um, okay, well, just Lucius is fine. So, okay, let's. I think uh, psychology is probably next, right? Because that'll determine yes. a lot about sport I think characters. That psych- psychology. Yeah, I thought that the name would be easy. But. <laughs> I thought so too, but it wasn't. Okay, okay, we're on the clock for psychology. <laughs> Okay, so the guy, I think we, we talked about him that he probably started out as like an assassin or maybe he was a clandestine well, agent. He started out as an astronomer. Well, as so an astronomer, he was a man sure. of science, you know. He was a, I mean, he's an ancient and a, immortal, so he... But I think he, was, he finds himself invisible, though, and I think he probably, I just want to say that he starts out as selfish. He starts using it selfishly. He wasn't necessarily a good guy right off the bat. Okay. That's all I want to say. And that he's now okay. good because he's lived so long and he's like so – he, he was not enlightened. Lucius yeah. was not enlightened. So but, – but but he's gone through this period. He went through a period where he was selfish and he used it to his advantage. Um, mm-hmm. But after a while, he just kind of you know, realized that that was you know, not fulfilling. So after being around for 2,000 years or however right. long, <laughs> um, I mean what's his psychology now? That's. I mean, I wish we had more time than two minutes to talk about yeah, the psychology. Got, you of mean immortal. one minute? We have one minute <laughs> uh, because there's so much that could go through. I mean, especially say he was injured due to his own machinations, and it's he had to spend you know a well, thousand years growing back. He's spent a lot of time a, having to sit now on the sidelines, growing back. So he realizes he, he has to be cautious. He's cautious, but he wants a meaning. He wants a meaningful life, right? Right. So that's why he t- – and he knows that he has some regenerative powers and he knows how to speed him up because of the lenses. So he's he's heroic though because he wants some sort of meaning. Oh, you know what? I forgot social significance, but we'll come back to that. We'll um, come to that. Yeah. So his so he wants some meaning in life. That's why he's a hero is because he's he spent a lot of time being selfish and now he wants to be you know, helpful. And that's the big question is how can an invisible, fragile – a fragile, invisible person be helpful? But that's what he's searching for. So that's that's his. Right. Okay. That's, I think we've that's sort of answered goal. that. No, we I like that. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna stop that. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, what do you want to do? You want to do social significance, which that's an additional two minutes. So I'm sorry, we're adding another category. We've got <laughs> supporting characters, arch nemesis. What do you want to go to next? Supporting characters. Should we talk about social significance simply because? Yeah, yeah, I think that we should it. go there before we do the rest. Let's do that. Okay, so, you know, social significance. Rome was not just Italians <laughs> or Romans. <laughs> you know, there was a lot of different groups there. People were slaves. Were gladiators. I mean, he was an astronomer. He was a scientist, so he was probably, uh, he was probably fairly well-to-do. He's probably upper class. Right. Um, I mean, in all honesty, he probably was Arabic, wouldn't he? I mean... <laughs> Aren't those all the the mathematicians and the astronomers? Oh, that's true. He could have been like uh, – because they they had North Africa. You're right. So actually that would make – so do we want to say that? Do we want to say that he was uh, – I I don't know that they really – that Rome held the Roman peninsula for very long. I mean the (laughs) the Arabic – the Arab peninsula very long. But I, I don't know my Roman history that well. Uh, Neither but, do I. But we could say that it's somebody who was from – that somebody who went from Arabia to the Roman Empire or something like that. Or we could remove the Roman Empire from it and just say he was Arabic. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that? OK. <laughs> OK. So we'll change the – OK. 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 But then okay, maybe so. we should change his name from Lucius also. <laughs> well, this becomes a – well, but a, we're running out of time. Um, yes. <laughs> But he could be known as Lucius in the Roman world. Yes. I, like, why don't we just say he's an Arab that went to to ancient Rome, and he became a he was an ambassador or something, or he was a he was a scientific ambassador. He was to, an astronomer, and that's maybe that's what turned him so, to first being an assassin and all was he wasn't uh, 
he wasn't treated right or something, and that's what led to his accident. I don't know. Though I think he they were actually – My understanding Arabic. about Rome is that they didn't have the same kind of uh, racial issues no, as us. No. They were more classy. Yeah, I mean it doesn't have know. to be racist. It just yeah. – somebody wronged him. Sure, OK. <laughs> you know, so, like, like the man thing Ar- origin story. He just was okay. wronged. But we're just going to say he's originally from Ar- – uh, he's originally Arabic or is Arabic. He is okay. Arabic. OK. OK. That's our social significance there to make it – OK. Okay, so we're going to uh, go to, I think, supporting characters or arch nemesis? What do you want to do next? I want to do supporting characters because I think this okay. ties in. Let's do that. Okay, two minutes, starting now. Uh, what, do you ha- what do you think? What kind of characters? I, I think his supporting characters could actually involve Anomaly, our character from the past, the last one. He's, a, I mean, oh. he's an immortal crystal being, and... I think that him being involved with people who deal with antiquities makes perfect sense. Well, it's, you know, you know he, he also got his powers through radi- cosmic radiation, which could have been right. through some sort of cosmic anomaly. But right, um, in fact, but, it could I have mean, been ancient glassware. Basically, is what he is. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I mean, that's. But of course, how would he be connected to anomaly? You know, just through uh, through. Um, Museum, some antiques deal, some uh, form of archaeology. Some archaeologists. Well, he some, probably some, he probably. Well, okay. One thing is, is if he's going to build lenses, he needs to have access to to materials for that, right? He can't just build them out of himself. I thought. Or that was does he? Be, oh, is that how we're doing it? But, yeah. Okay, he's building he was, it out of himself. Okay. So yeah. so anomaly. Okay. Well, we'll just say anomaly is his supporting character. Does he have any other? I mean, but Anomaly's I mean, some, not been on Earth that long, so I mean, does he have right, any other right. families would, that he's... He could have, like, the Antiquities Museum of Egypt or, you know, some some group of that sort. You know, some, you know, small cadre of, of you know, close-knit, you know, archaeologists or something. You know, that he helps. In a, okay. Before before all of, you know, Anomaly... Okay, he's got, he's got like, maybe there's, super, like, a school. There, there's a particular school... That he's there's a archaeological school or professors. You know, that perhaps, he's yeah, perhaps he's gone back to the pursuit of science. Students, yeah, yeah. So he's a students that he's involved with. Also, uh, astrologers, astronomers, right? Right, right. And astronomers. Okay. <laughs> the the <laughs> that is the alarm. That's the alarm. <laughs> Okay, beat the clock. Okay, so <laughs> so he's got he, he's friends with anomaly, archaeological professors and students, and also astronomers. Okay, so okay, so we've got arch nemesis. <laughs> Anybody with a hammer. <laughs> okay. All right, starting now. Two minutes. Well, are there any other people that have you know he made these lenses back then, and and if he made a lens that was channeling cosmic radiation then somebody else could have easily had a similar experience with one of his lenses right unless there was something really just unless he just the lens was destroyed when it happened to him i guess it could be a captain america kind of thing so okay so that's i would like that if he was unique in that sense but i also like the idea that there's um you know just some guy like obsidian the pillar of stone who's his arch nemesis who's like you know the stone guy who's not break, unbreakable. <laughs> then, then but it, it can also be it can also be that he had done some sort of partnership with somebody, trying to utilize his powers of of crystalline regeneration to do good things, and so he tried to team up with like a, a businessman, but the businessman didn't turned out to be less altruistic than he had been hoping for, and so once he realized he was being used or that they were trying to take advantage of him, he decided to, uh, you know, that he, he left, he broke the partnership and, but then that guy has been searching for him or something like that. Right. <laughs> that brings up the idea of the coin collector actually. And I'm thinking of a gym collector, <laughs> a gym collector. Okay. Well, you somebody, know, but somebody who was, what if it's a glass you? coin? I mean, actually, I mean, the coin collector, we've already determined that this person's a businessman, at least in 2020. And the coin collector is immortal. Do we want to right. just say the coin collector again? We coin could. collector could be we around. Could. Let's do it. Okay, coin collector. 
that, that, that's kind of, of our weird... default. Yeah. It's because glass, like, why not a glass coin, a glass token? I kind of like the idea, though, that somebody, you know, that before he reached out and was trying to help and somebody manipulated him and co-opted his power perhaps some way. Oh, well, we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> so wait, you're just, but are you just saying that you, you like the idea that I outlined of a business person? Yeah, okay. I like the idea of a, that a, there was a business person um, who tried to co-op his powers and maybe transformed transform themselves somehow and is now his arch nemesis. And got transformed. I mean, got, yeah, I mean, he's immortal, so there's been a lot of time for all sorts of shenanigans to happen. That's right. Okay. Great. Okay, and now we have a two-minute revision period. <laughs> so... <laughs> Start uh, starting now. Are there just any general things that we need to change? Because we got everything here to some degree. I honestly would like to drop the whole Rome thing and just make him Arabic. I don't. <laughs> okay, then we need a new name, right? Yeah, that just makes me think that if he's Arabic, I mean, that makes more sense with the astronomy and like the ancient astronomy, especially. Okay, ori- originally and... Arabic uh, astronomy. Let's see. That's fine. Uh, do we want to like ancient Arabic names? Yeah, that's where uh, <laughs> the stumbling is. Is it Arabic or like Persian? Let's see. Those are popular. Those uh, are more because yeah. I mean these are going to be before Christian or before Islam, right? So, uh, or what was it? No, it was after Islam that they were actually really. When did science? Well, I don't know when they became kind of the leaders <laughs> in science. That? Was it pre-Islam or it was it must have been after Islam because it was like they were all nomadic tribes. I think before that, so it oh. would, he would have to be Islamic then. History of astronomy. <laughs> you know, I was just watching. Um, well, the well, no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> medieval Arabic Moorish names. Oh, submitted names. Let's see. Aban, beauty, violet, smallness, compliment, pearl, happy, joyous, jubilant, seduction, sweetness, agitation, praise, melted snow. You could do melted snow. What? (laughs) Oh, Ishrak, sunshine, illumination. How's that? Ishrak? That works. Ishrak. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) As <laughs> the <laughs> alarm goes off, we're going to claim that that was just under. <laughs> just we're cheating the alarm. a little bit. Okay, the name is actually. It was visible. It was visible. Ishrak. Am I spelling that right? Yes. Okay. I don't know. When I would look up the history of astronomy, though, I. Uh, I don't know. Now it says the ancient Greeks developed astronomy. As a oh. branch of mathematics. Oh, I think they did, but I, but the, but I think you're correct that there was a period where um, I believe the Islamic world was really the leaders well, yeah, in, were... in 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 science in, in you right. know, globally anyway. Um, right. So that I like the idea that we're pulling somebody from that time period. Okay, well, all right. I think we have enough to work with, so we're going to take a break, and when we return. We'll review what we have. Welcome back to the Heroic Origins podcast. We have created a superhero. Let's take a look at what we've done with the word Highline. The word highline means having a glassy or translucent appearance. So we decided to use that as the superhero name uh, for the character. Uh, but the uh, the character's civilian name is Ishrak. And Ishrak actually originally comes from uh, ancient... Uh, uh, Arabia? Arabic, well, the Arabic Peninsula. Uh, he's, he's from the uh, from the Islamic world, ancient Islamic world during... Uh, 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 contemporary to the Roman Empire, and he was an astronomer, and he was an expert in lenses. During an experiment with telescopic lens that he developed, he was exposed to strange cosmic rays that ended up turning him invisible 
and also incredibly fragile. And it ended up destroying the lens in the process. But that's where he ended up. He ended up being uh, invisible and, and incredibly fragile. It wasn't all bad news, though, because he also became immortal. He can regenerate himself from the tiniest fragment. And uh, he's able to increase his healing with, uh, with special lenses. Um, but as a hero, or actually before he was even a hero, first he was an assassin. When he first became invisible and he knew that he couldn't change it back, he didn't immediately have the most altruistic reaction. He actually spent quite a bit of time uh, taking advantage of it. And uh, for a period, he was just doing selfish things. Then he became an assassin and he tried to influence political events. But there were a lot of mishaps. He found out about you know, how fragile he was after having his body shattered on multiple occasions. But he also, he learned about his immortality and he learned about a lot of different things. And, and over time, he basically just kind of mellowed out. He mellowed out and decided (laughs) that he wanted to be more of a hero. He wanted to actually find meaning in his existence. And so he now uses his uh, powers for good. And so he has the powers to uh, create, various tools and weapons from himself, from the, I guess, from the crystalline form that he is, um, lenses, uh, sharp weapons. He's a lens crafter and an astronomer by trade. And he now helps a group of archaeological professors and students and astronomers and has connections to our previous hero, Anomaly. Yes, the cosmic antiquarian that we, we talked about last week. Now his arch nemesis. We haven't we haven't fully defined his arch nemesis in that sense. Uh, we know that the immortal coin collectors is involved, and we know that this business person who co-opted his powers is involved. Um, I think that uh, we may take a little bit more time and flesh those out some. I say, but we could also hear from your viewers, true conceivers. Yeah, we want to know what what do you think? I, I guess. Uh... What did we get right? What did we get wrong? What are some ways to add depth to this character? What are some possible storylines? If you want to email us at heroicpod at gmail.com, we'll we'll, uh, read uh, your feedback or at least select uh, bits of feedback uh, on uh, upcoming episodes. And we'll be posting our own sketches of this new character in our social media, but we'd love to see how you'd envision him. And if you want to share your artwork, look up Heroic Origins on Facebook or Instagram and post them there. And don't forget to subscribe and to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or uh, wherever you get your podcasts. I guess that's a wrap, so keep on hero smithing. And we'll see you next week on Heroic Origins. Fuck!